Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, second episode. This is the obviously second week. Doing well. Every Friday coming out. Don't hold us to that. Uh, but yeah, back from our Halloween special. Want to give a little bit of a thanks to everyone that tuned into that. Really great support. We didn't think we'd see some of the numbers that we actually did. So that was dead nice to see. Um, and here we are creating content for you. Second week running. Look at you. Lucky bastards, aren't you? <laughs> also, make sure to uh, follow the Instagram. Oh yeah, do that please, because we're pushing most of the time on there as to when and where you can find everything you need to know about Sam and George's maiden voyage, the podcast. Uh, All yeah, the we'll latest put... episodes. Yeah, exactly. We'll put up updates and you guys can see when stuff's coming out, um, what we're doing, all the massive giveaways. We're going to actually be giving away a car um, tomorrow. Uh, so if you uh, want to be in with the chance of winning the brand new 2021 Lamborghini Huracan, Make sure you share this with 18 of your friends. The Instagram is called SGMV Podcast. It'll be in the description of this episode as well. Definitely, because we don't expect you to remember it. But yes, we just wanted to say thank you for the support in the first episode. We're very happy to hear the feedback. That's about it, George. Yeah, I reckon so. The Lamborghini thing was a joke. We don't have enough money to host that, so sorry. Having hot dogs and tea. Nice. Having, yeah, yeah. They're going to be really nice. Yeah. Um, actually, they're not. I actually hate frankfurter uh, sausages. You know the ones in the tin that are like covered in that disgusting juice that you have to uh, drain out? Why the hell would you ever cook those? I'm never going to eat them. I can see this being a problem with your uh, your shopping mentality for the house. Well, well the, the like, what thing if someone is... has a feral addiction for frankfurter sausages? Well, then tough shit. It's a, uh, you know, we've got to vote on it. That's what democracy's for. Three to one. Frankfurt is our band in this abode. That's it. Just don't. no more. I suppose but, you don't know what people like. Like you could come home making spaghetti bolognese. If you saw tomorrow night, someone's making the number of chopped tomatoes I had in my cupboard in tins. It's not just like, not just like sprawled out on the <laughs> chopped on the tomatoes, shelves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just on the shelves. Um, you'd lose it because I have an entire shelf of them. An entire shelf in a cupboard full of tins of chopped tomatoes. Why? There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you, I know you do a lot of cooking with it, but it's excessive. It's so, there's so many of them. It's a fundamental ingredient. Well, what would you rather have? Like corn? Salad. Huh? <laughs> a salad. It's just a salad. There's no... There's no... You don't... You, uh, you just put... Green shit in it. It's not like hard. Just go look. It's not like we've got a grocery store's worth of vegetables in the house. <laughs> Bloody hell! My girlfriend just comes in and goes, "What do you want with the hot dogs that we're making for the sake of making? Because we have too many Frankfurter sausages." So I just said salad, and she goes, "What? What? In, what do you want in it?" And it's not like I'm gonna say chicken oh, Caesar avocado and um you know some like maybe like tender stem broccoli it's like in our fridge we have lettuce carrots onions peppers uh, it's not like there is another choice because a salad is multiple things put together you can't just put lettuce in it and say it's a salad because it's not it's lettuce i think hot dogs are okay hmm. i think there's something that you generally eat you know when you go to one of those like bonfire night festivals at the cricket club and they've got yeah. a couple of little like rides and things and they've got a, a car and all the food looks like weird and disgusting, and the only thing that you recognise is like a hot dog, so you say, you know what, I'll have one. 
Mm. You get like, yeah, because you don't want to order the burger. Yeah, or, it's not or, like, good. The... You don't want to commit to the burger, and you don't want to get the donut meat because like you don't know how. Oh that's been no no no! Yeah, that's that's I not right. I see it spinning round up there. So your only option left, of course, is the hot dog. Uh, you know, it's not. You take it over to that little side table. Get your stuff on it. Side table. Yeah, they, oh. have, they always have a little oh. table next to it. No, 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 no they're made of like metal a... and they've got that weird pattern on the top of them that's like semi-reflective. Oh, yeah. the and then, obviously, yeah. and then you, uh, it's been out for like a few hours, so so the ketchup bottle is like all over the table. And every, yes. and there's no, there's nothing else all over the table. There's no napkins. There's like coffee stirrers, like one and like one that's been snapped in half left on the table. There's coffee all over the table because they use it for the same reason. And there's just ketchup all over yeah. the bottle, all over the table. And you wanted ketchup, and you're having to literally like shake the shit out of it, and probably like put your hot dog on the floor, and then like jump on the, the yeah. ketchup to like, get it sticky out. Sticky as well. It's always oh. grimy. Little stuff around it. That is a nightmare, isn't it? That's disgusting. That that description of the the little table next to the uh, next to the actual like van of mystery meats is so accurate. That is so dead on. Yeah. I can see it. It's, it's very cold, British like, as well. Yeah, this cold November night, my hands are freezing, and I'm gripping this hot dog, and my hand just gets stuck to the ketchup bowl. It's going everywhere, and then the wind picks up, and the napkins blow everywhere. You can just see it, can't you? You've got to be in and out of that table, because there's there's, there's a queue. There's yeah, more people the next through. person they, with their hot dog. He's thinking, Martin, come on, mate. I'm trying to get my ketchup. But he's going to go through the exact same ordeal you're going through, so take your yeah. time. Moral of the story, take your time on those little metal tables. Take your time at the condiment table. Yeah, yes. You can take one thing away. <laughs> take yeah. your time. Enjoy the little detours at the table where you get your little your sugar for your coffee and you the ketchup for your hot dog, I suppose. Jesus. Everyone has that cricket club, don't they, near them? Where it's like, oh, you, you're coming to burn Guy Fawkes this year and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's great. And you get there and it's like £10 entry and you're thinking, like, yeah. what is this? That's extortion. There's rides inside. They always have like a couple of little. They're not really rides. They're more like things to put your kids in while you go to the, the hot dog thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah definitely. And they're they're like more money on top of the actual, or the entry fee. Uh, and then I guess you get your hot dog. You you put your kid in like the, the teacups or whatever. Um, they're um, happy now. You weigh it up. That's it's ten pound entry, at least. Um. Then you go like well, I've got like two kids and it's like three pounds to go on the rides. I'll leave them in there for ten minutes. Um, so what's that like three rides, two kids, three times two is six, six three is thirty. That's thirty six pounds extra on rides. Bloody hell! <laughs> and then and then you've got to go and pay for the hot dog, which is yet again going to be another small loan of yeah. like four pound fifty for like something the size of I don't know five centimeters. I guess it's cheaper than like buying all the fireworks though. I think I'd rather buy fireworks. I, yeah, I don't. I think when you buy fireworks for yourself, you don't have to have like a massive, huge display because there's an added sort of like fun in the danger of it. Yeah, I, I set one in my kitchen. It. Just in my hand. Like, I just set it off. I set it off oh. and I throw it. We've got a game that we play at home. Um, we we mm. all buy fireworks, uh, and then we arrive at the house at a certain time, and the last person alive wins because you go around and you throw your lit fireworks at family members. So much fun. Oh, I see. It's like Harry Potter except with Roman candles instead of wands. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. 
you've, you've got a Catherine wheel, and your mate's got a box of like fifty launch rockets. Yeah, the ones where you just set the box off, and it just goes. Exactly. And they're coming straight yeah. down the hallway at you, and you're like, "God!" Yeah. All I've got is this defensive Catherine wheel, which yeah. I can <laughs> block off a door with or something. Catherine, like Doctor Strange style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, knock away the fireworks. <laughs> Like lightsabers, you know, and they're like spinning them around, deflecting every bullet that yeah, comes towards them. Yeah, exactly. The Catherine wheel is doing its job for me. Yeah. <laughs> I rec- I rec- uh, we allow melees. We allow we allow melee kills. That's fine. If yeah. if you're busy, if your mate's distracted, don't see any uh, like, setting off melee fireworks. fireworks. I guess sparklers. I guess sp- sparklers. Sparklers. That's that's more like close combat, isn't it? As opposed yeah, to just taking like, someone that, down with yeah, your fists. That's, 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 a, that's like a taser. That's like a, a taser stick, isn't it? It's like when you like see gunfights and they get too close, so then they drop the guns and pull out knives. That's that's probably yeah. kind of how it would go. You're you get too close huge, to like... the box to be convenient, yeah. so you drop them, you take out your sparklers. You're holding yeah, the sparkler to... with like, the reverse grip, like, swinging it around. <laughs> you're trying to just poke each other's eyes out. Yeah, you're holding it, it's like coming out <laughs> the bottom of your hand. Just like trying, to, yeah. trying to get it in his nose or something. That'd look so sick, though, if you guys were both moving around. Because like... the sparklers, they leave like a trail, don't they? Get like I a guess, long yeah. exposure camera on that. That would be kind of cool, actually. So, um, I was actually thinking about this the other day. And I opened my fridge. We're very much sticking with the food. I feel like I'm going to start another food conversation right now. Um, but I am definitely a fan of certain brands. I'm not overly like brand loyal to some things, but there are definitely some oh, things I, I can't I can't deal with. It's like we bought this Aldi ketchup, okay? And it was horrendous. It, it was so vinegary, like bitter, like not nice. And as opposed to like the Heinz tomato ketchup, which is like great. And I I can't believe it. It was so it wasn't something I would ever think, you know, like, oh, it's in the ketchup, but of course, Mr. Waitrose doesn't like the Aldi brand stuff, you know. Some people, no. it's 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 fine, but I prefer Heinz. Like, what's the price difference on a bottle of Heinz and a bottle of Aldi brand? I don't really know the ketchup rates in the UK as of now. I think ketchup is main more of an exception, just because Heinz has like got that monopoly down on it. Mm. Like you know, ketchup and beans. That's what, they're in their bag, but you can't. At least you're not saying that about everything for Aldi, right? No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely not. I love Aldi. Wicked. Okay. Went in there, Good. bought like eight trolleys full the other day. Cost me like what eight pound fifty. Amazing. I come out yeah. with. I actually bought a giant sloth as well. I treated myself to a giant sloth, like fluffy sloth thing, which now sits in my room. I have so many fluffy toys. It's ridiculous. Is um, that the middle aisle? I'm yeah. guessing. The... Oh, the Aldi, Aldi middle aisle. You go in for your chicken breasts and sauce, and you come out with, what, a chainsaw and three climbing hooks, because it's <laughs> what's on offer. You have to go down oh it, because to access anything else, you have to go past. And there's always, you know, you always want to have a look. I know I always want to go and see what's in there. Um, I haven't been in a while because I'm scared to go to the shops. <laughs> and I was still like lining up for them, but I guess that depends on the shop. Um, but you know, yeah, the Aldi Midlow, you can't fault it. It's a really unique, it's a great extra little thing. Aldi has a lot mm. of these things, doesn't it? It has those yeah. um, specific things to its shop. Like, it's known for its cheap prices, the famous middle aisle, 
And how fast they throw your shopping at you. What other shop are you not supposed to bag it? You're just supposed to dump it in your trolley and then go and like shamefully bag it in the corner of the shop on your way out. <laughs> I think Aldi is, is... They got it right. They got it right. Because I think people were willing to sacrifice those things. Like, cheap prices. Oh, I absolutely. It's like, if... Yeah, I, of course, I don't mind having my like butternut squash launched at me from the till at like 30 miles an hour out of like a t-shirt gun. If I'm going to be paying like a third of the price I would at Tesco. Exactly. I'll tell you something that is funny uh, about about shops at supermarkets lately. Because we're going into another lockdown now, although I can... um, This is a bit COVID topical, but it's cool. Um, yeah, we're when, on like, it. When the lockdown first came in, right, in March... Every supermarket had a what, uh, like a systems put in place, didn't they? Mm-hmm. For like social distancing. A lot of the, a lot of the shops since March, I don't want to say like broken down, but have like. What you, what you mean? Like, their sort of um, the quality of their systems is broken down. I think. Oh, so right. When the lockdowns first came in, when shops were, you know, putting in their measures, they had a one-way system. And they had people, a full one-way system, and they had people, like, monitoring the aisles to make sure you're not, like, you're not breaking the rules, and yeah, you've got yeah, your yeah, mask yeah. on. Yeah. There's none of that now. <laughs> you see people walking around in these shops without masks, and I, d- I don't know, that bugs me. So I don't think that a lot of people were following the rules. <laughs> so when I went to the shops, I would see people, like, I guess, like, 80% of people following the the arrows and stuff like that but but there's always that like small percentage of them that just kind of walk wherever they want um they they're like spitting on people or they don't they're not wearing a mask you know the standard kind of stuff um the most irritating thing to see is people that have got masks on but they don't cover their nose yeah it's so infuriating because they've made the effort to wear the mask, but I guess they don't they don't care enough. I guess it's it's either that or it's just like people being ill informed as usual about what's going on. Mm. That seems to be well, a general thing. It's it's not all bad, you know. COVID might be all doom and gloom, but it's not all bad because oh. thanks to COVID nineteen, it's now been over one year since the last Marvel film was released. Oh. Big round of applause for um, finally stopping the onslaught of films. <laughs> what was it? It was Widow. Black Widow was supposed to come out, wasn't it? Yes, but it got delayed. A and year. Spider-Man Far From Home came out in, in July, actually, 2019. So it's been ages. It's been over oh, a year. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Thank God. I had a conversation about this recently. About Marvel films. Someone was at my throat because I, like... I wasn't saying I don't like them. I just don't like how many of them there are. There are a lot of them, yeah. And I think think sometimes Marvel can be quite hit and miss, I guess, with their audiences. Um, Because I really liked um, like Doctor Strange. I thought Doctor Strange was a really good film, just for example. Um, But I didn't enjoy something like Ant-Man as much. Oh, I enjoyed Ant-Man. See, that's the thing. It's different for everyone. Um, Both of those films, though, they're like the origin story ones. And I really yeah. think the origin stories are just the same film every time. 
Yeah, it's, it's a structure. It does seem to kind of repeat and rinse, doesn't it? Yeah. It's kind of the Iron Man structure, because obviously that was their first film, and it was like the origin story. But I don't know, like, you see that, and it's fine. Um, but I think when you're seeing the same film every year, with yeah. a different person in the lead, especially something like um, Captain Marvel, which, I don't know, I, I didn't think it was bad, but I just thought it was very bread and butter, standard, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would agree. That's probably... I think that's probably why I didn't enjoy you it know, too much. Like, the Iron Man rehash, it's got the twist villain, who, which isn't really a twist, because everyone knows. Mm. They've, they're paying Jude Law way too much to be more than just a regular companion that gets killed <laughs> off or whatever. I bet Robert Downey Jr. is glad to get out of that Marvel contract. Yeah, I think he I is. Bet he's, I bet he sits at home, you know, in his massive house with all that Marvel money, all that Disney money, just <laughs> absolutely living it up. And maybe, you know, he checks his Twitter once a week and it's just absolutely flooded with people saying, oh, is there going to be an Iron Man cameo in the next Spider-Man film? And he probably just sees that and loses his goddamn mind. You know, he's done. And he's yeah. like itching not to type a reply that Iron Man is dead. He's not coming back. People are still holding on. Yeah. People are still hold- holding on to that Iron Man thing. And I think that's not very good. I think what people should be saying is like, when's, th- you know, when's the next Captain Marvel coming out? Or, you know, when's the next... But nobody, nobody cares because they haven't really formed that same connection that they did with Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, it was Which is very why they much... want him back, and they don't want... They're not itching to see, like, these new characters, mm. but they really want he, to see the old He ones. was definitely the lead. Like, that was evident from... If you watch all the films in order, you, you'd see that, you know, he's, like, one of probably the most, I guess, self-centred people in the entire thing, but that's what makes it revolve around him, I guess. Um, yeah, well, it all started with him, so it makes yeah, sense exactly. to end it with him. Are the MCU films going to come... Cause it'll have to end at some point, right? They can't just keep it going forever. Everything ends. Everything dies, right? I'm MCU... Literally, MCU films will end when the sun consumes the Earth. Yeah. The last thing that you'll be doing when you see the, the sun la- explode is yeah. walking out of Spider-Man, like, 82. three million. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, Disney, scraping money out of the barrel yeah. right until the end. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really enjoying um, some good good writing at the moment. Like, obviously, I started watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. That great, is, that's a great show. That is one of the best written things I've ever watched. Um, and I've not watched... I've not actively wanted to go back to something and continue watching it and see what happened um, for a long time. Like, like I, <laughs> there's not many of those uh, those shows. I think the last thing that I probably watched that made me want to like go back and watch it was like the entire JoJo thing, the entire JoJo's Bizarre Anime. Now that's done. Finished that like what no two months ago. No comment. But yeah, I think The Boys is really the really boys is, good. It's written great. Um, the acting is really good. Yeah, Tony Starr is very good. Yeah, Carl Urban as Butcher is great yep, as well. Yeah. And on top of that, the great acting, the great writing. It's got the Amazon money behind it, so the mm-hmm. budget's really high. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. It's all the so making good. of a great show. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen it, go and watch The Boys. I highly recommend it, and I rec- Sam probably also highly recommends it. Yes, um, definitely. It's fantastic. Because I know, obviously, we're on our, our little second lockdown. Lockdown duh. Um, and a lot of people 
nice. at some point on their social media, weren't they? Going, oh, give me something to watch. There you go, the boys. Watch the it. Boys. It's bloody, it's bloody good. I don't watch lots of, lots of reality TV either. Like I know I'm a not lot of lie people to you. do watch stuff. I don't um, think any. I don't really think anyone does. I know people I the, love love their Love uh, Island. But... Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. It's like Love Island. I never watched it until one year. I was forced to watch it. I actually hated it. I think it. Uh, it's just weird. It's like a. Um, it's one of those shows that's just kind of been recycled and renamed. It's it's basically Big Brother. That's just been recycled. Um, I think you could get in. You can get into Love Island. Really. I think it's. I think you can start caring about, you know, what's going on. It's the same with kind of Bake Off, in it. That kind of episode every week. Um, someone the gets gets written the out. The, the villain of the week, yeah, is the cake. And... Mary's recipe of to make like some kind of meringue pie, and you get they get given the card, and it just says like, eggs, <laughs> make it, and that's it. <laughs> eggs make it. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, yeah. They, they they leave them the instructions, don't they, for like the technical test? But they don't leave everything. So they leave. Oh, yeah. they leave so they'll yeah, yeah. they leave like caster sugar and demerara sugar on the table, and they're all like, "Oh, which one do I use? I don't know." And then it, one of them will like be putting in the demerara sugar, and then it cuts to Paul and Mary talking, and they're going, "You absolutely can't use demerara sugar in this cake." <laughs> And then, and then it cuts back to the person using it, and Paul's just going like, nah, if they use that, they're such, you know, that their cake's going to be complete ass. That's going to be the worst thing ever. And they're like, it cuts back to them putting it in. It's great. Yeah. Bake Off you can care about. I care about Bake Off. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch it enough, but it, it's funny, I think, because it, I think over the years it's become more and more harsh in terms of the judging. Because, you know, when you, I don't know which challenge it is. I think it might be the technical challenge where they put their dishes down um, and Paul and Prue, I think it is now, who, who judge it, um, they, they they don't know who's yeah, who's. They blind judge them, yeah. They don't know and I think that's so funny because you get, like, Paul picking it up and he's, like, like sniffs it, like, licks it. Um, and then and he's like, yeah, this is dry. This is so dry. Yeah. Yeah, and then the that. camera goes on to who it was. To read their um, subtle facial expressions. Yeah, and then and then it, and then they find out who it is, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I think it might be uh, a bit better at the bottom." And Paul's like, "Oh okay," like tries the bottom. He's like, "That's even worse, mate." <laughs> I think yeah. there's a bit of escalation in Bake Off. You know, that sort of they can't. I don't think they can just give the same technicals out. No. Well, it'd be obviously, boring like if they did. Yeah. Obviously, like different series. Yeah. I'll never get tired of watching people try and make bread. And like Mary say, well, I guess it's not Mary. I keep saying Mary because poor Mary, she left and it's never been the same. No, she left on her own terms. Not poor Mary. She, Queen Mary. She... Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. No, definitely not. I really enjoyed but... um, Sue and Mel, who hosted it. Yeah. And Although... and I, I don't get the same vibes off Matt Lucas and Noel. I like Noel. Definitely. I just, I just don't. I think he's it's got... a bit cringy. No, Noel is like a, a British TV legend. Yeah, yeah, he's. I don't really know what he what shows he actually does himself, but you know he's great on Big Fat Quiz of the Year. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know everything you see him in. It's, I suppose it's that sort of um, you know like the ITV game show structure and like how yeah. every week there seems to be a new game show or a new comedy show with the same like 
ten comedians that they mm-hmm. have on their payroll, and mm-hmm. like the roles are swapped around. So like for this one, Richard Ayoade is hosting, and with um you know, it goes back to the whole recycling of shows, and that's why I think The Boys is really good, um, because I've never seen anything like it. So it's not like I'd watch it and then go, oh yes, yeah, it. If someone asked me, like, what's it like? And I could go, like, oh, it's like, um, you know, this film or, like, this TV show. Because it's not. It's really good. Um, yeah. And I think that's what makes stuff really stand out, as opposed to the recycled trash that often appears, like, 80% of the time on TV. Yeah, well. It, it couldn't have come at a better time for the boys. Because we've talked about Marvel films and, like, the sort of superhero obsession that everyone's in. Mm-hmm. Not everyone. That, you know, like, it subverts that, that genre, I guess, doesn't it? Definitely, definitely. So, we're not it's actually so sponsored at all by the boys, uh, nor Amazon, nor anyone. We just genuinely really like it. <laughs> it's yep. not an ad roll. Tony, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening, yeah, I'm going to start. Podcast. If you want to come on the podcast, that's totally cool, man. Promote the next season of the boys. You're yeah, very welcome. Yeah. yeah. That'd be wonderful, brilliant. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I would be able to speak to him. I wouldn't be able to speak to him. Why? Even if by some miracle... I'd be scared of him. Yeah. I'd be terrified of speaking to him. That's Even if he'd be super nice, but the way that he sounds like Homelander... <laughs> I guess I know, so, yeah. He plays you know, as soon as well. he turned to like sounding more serious, like, you know, when he's like giving the scolding, when he, you know, when he's saying like, some, some of the seven have been, you know, We've been acting up a bit lately. That's so terrifying. It is. It's so... It's it's terrifying in almost a creepy way. In the way that he changes from being this kind of, like, cliche, nice superhero. To his face dropping to him. Almost being like a, like a murderer, like a psychopath. Yeah. If you watch it, you'll pick, on, you'll pick up on that super fast. It's great. It, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Another thing that is, like, I've not experienced in a long time from anything else. So, yeah. I feel like we should so stop talking about the boys. I feel like we should stop talking about the boys now. Little yeah. fan boys. And like, oh my god, I love the boys! You know? Wait until they sponsor us, yeah. No more free ads. Yeah. No more free ads, guys. So. Yeah. Sorry about that. No more film talk either. On the Snapchat story. Need, need a trim now, as soon as possible. Okay. Then. If you've ever held a pair of scissors, come around my house and cut my hair. Literally. Look, well, next lockdown is. is happening. It's happened. We are in it. So we anyone that didn't get a haircut, unlucky. Enjoy your However, top. Yeah, if you did, you're a winner. I got a haircut yesterday. Yeah. Um, I actually did, yeah, because it was it was so long. Um, well, obviously in the artwork it's blonde, but it's kind of gone back to brown now. <laughs> I'll tell you who is the winner. Oh. Barbershops. Barbershops, eh? Because, yeah, I reckon. I on reckon. the last day, everyone is thinking, oh, I'm going to, you know, I need to get this haircut. They'll go for anyone, you know. You'll put up on your social media, cut my hair, please, anyone. You'll go yeah. in the, the shop, and it's packed. You know, they're just bringing people in, haircut for two seconds, £10, send them back out. It is, it is, isn't it? So, so where we live, there is um, a hairdresser's called Dads and Lads, okay? <laughs> Dads yeah. and Lads. Dads and lads. It's been around for a while. Um, Does that mean? But it, it, it's very much, you go in, I, I used to go there, you go in, and they offer you, like, 
one of two haircuts. It's either like a shaved head or a skin fade. And um, you go in, you'd be greeted by this huge six foot guy. He's got massive muscles, muscles and he's clenching onto the clippers. And he's like, he's You're right, yeah? The whole yeah. Thing. Huge. You sit, you sit down, shaves the back of your head, you, you do it, and he slaps the back of your head. Yeah, and you're out the door. <laughs> And you're out the door. That's eleven. That's eleven quid, please, mate. I I used to go there up until I, I used to go there up until I was like eight years old. Although, um, I only went there as a kid. And this mm. huge guy's cut my hair, and I sit down, and he says like, "You're all right," and I'm trembling. And this guy, <laughs> this guy's hands are like running through my hair. What can you do? Yeah. And I am terrified of this guy. It yeah, running through your hair, and it's slowly moving down to your neck as if he's gonna like get ready to like asphyxiate you. Yeah, just he starts like, cr- grabbing crush tufts of my head. Like, you, uh, you've got a lovely spine. curly hair, Sam. He's like rocking my head around this chair, and I'm just like, <laughs> please be gentler. You'd always go in, and there'd be, you'd, you'd always go in, and there'd be a kid crying in there every time. That was my main experience. Oh, really? Yeah, I can remember this. This is one of my first like. My first actual memories is me going in there. I must only be like six or something. But you know, I know what's good. I'm not going to cry for a haircut. I'm a big boy. So I go in, and there's this guy that's got like the shaved head, except from like the very top. He's got like this sort of, you know, it's like a mohawk, but you haven't fully committed to it. Yeah, yeah, so I know. It's what a you mohawk, mean. but it's only maybe like a four. Is is a five even a thing on the Clippers? Yeah, yeah, a five's a thing. Is it? Yeah, okay. She's probably got like a five mohawk and then completely shaved everywhere else. And he is standing by the by the chair on one side, the big hairdresser on the other side, and they're giving the kid the same thing. And he is absolutely <laughs> screaming his head off at the clippers. You know, you know, they get them right up to your ear and they're going like, Arr! you can hear it right in there. And they're on the back of his head. You can feel it reverberating through your skull. And this must have just rubbed this kid the wrong way because he's screaming it's just like it's all right it's all right he's holding him down on both shoulders in the chair <laughs> it's and, three people around this kid in the chair <laughs> and i was well and i was okay like it didn't phase me much because obviously you know i've had my hair cut before i'm only like six at this point but i've, I've had my hair cut before but if it if that was like your first time as a child going to because it's dads and lads and this dad is getting his lad tortured you know well, if, you know, I, I don't know about you, but when I went in, I didn't really get a choice in my haircut. I seem to remember that now, and now I'm thinking about it, that's not okay. I went in, and I'd be like, oh, hi, well, in my little high-pitched voice at the age of, like, eight or whatever. My dad mm-hmm. would come in and just inform the man that I wanted, like, a number three all over. Yeah, did I? that's the classic. Absol- absolutely not. I did not want a number three all over. Um, but that's what I had for, like, I don't know, eight years? But then on, from then on, any... <laughs> Any barbershop I went to, I would just ask for that, because it's the only thing I knew. Yeah, exactly. What else am I going to say? The first cut my dad recommended, he goes, boss man, three on the back and sides and scissors on the top for this kid. And I've been getting it ever (laughs) since. (laughs) Because I don't know, I don't even know there are other haircuts. Your dad walks in, he's doing like his his cool handshake with with this like six foot two muscly tattooed guy with like, I don't know, Rings all over his fingers. You know, that's like a secret yeah. handshake, the you know, slap, slap, fist bump, up and down, elbow bop, whatever. It's like, yeah, nice one, boss man. Please do my kid a, a good one. Yeah. See, see what I've got? Give it to this guy right here. <laughs> not, Dad, you don't have to. It's too late. This guy's picking me up, putting the gag around me, and putting me in the chair. I'm too. They must make. I, I, it's, it, the number of people that. that 
you know, ask for those kind of haircuts is pretty big. And sure, so surely they must be extremely um, efficient at producing that, that style. So they, yeah. they must be raking it in. Yeah, especially like the unexpected lockdown boom that they've got. On the oh, last yeah. couple of days, everyone thinks, oh, my kid's going to need a haircut. So like this line of this line of dads and lads is just up, Down up the, the road. high street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the road. They bring them in, exactly like you said, bring them in. What do you want? I don't care. Bzzz, bzzz. <laughs> Out the door. <laughs> and they got like the ten, the ten pound charges out your account. Exactly, and that's God. it. They're making yeah. ten grand a day. I'd be surprised. You walk in. There's a guy. He's got like Gucci shoes on. He's got the trousers that don't quite cover his ankles. He's wearing I don't know like humongous gold chains, golden rings. He's got like gold plated, diamond encrusted clippers. <laughs> the queue like... outside is all weaving around because it's cheer wagons parked outside the shop. <laughs> Oh my god! They must—it must be. They, this must be such a blessing. Like it's not all bad for COVID. That's the message today. It seems. Yeah. Quick. It's not all bad. And if open you're a barber, yeah, they—they've realised this unexpected boom. You get down to that and lads, get your hair cut. It... I don't know the deal with with um with girls. Because no, no, no women in dads and lads. It's, it says on no. the door outside. No, can't you read? Women allowed. No, to be honest, it's the kind of shop that would say something like that, isn't it? Mm. Like no, no women, please. Uh, they probably still like promote the Yorkie brand, you know. Oh yeah, but they don't um, think it's a joke. Yeah, they don't think it's a joke. Um, that's so sign. funny. It's like, at the top, no women allowed. I don't know what kind of haircuts women get. They wouldn't be able to do them because. I assume women don't want a through in the back and sides, generally. <laughs> Wait, they don't? <laughs> get that? <laughs> They're lost, really, innit? Yeah. There's no, um... I, I don't know. What's the oh, opposite Be- of dads and lads? Oh, oh, Becca, what have you got? Oh, oh, Charlotte, do you not, do you not mind your skin fade? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it's like, it looks great. Oh, I went, to the, I went to the salon last week and they just, um... You know, they they curled my hair for me, and they just cut off a bit of it just to make it a nice length. It's just past the shoulders, and it's like, oh, what did you get? Oh, my dad took me to Darts and Lads, and I've got skin fade. <laughs> At the age of six? Yeah, six-year-old girl. Got, yeah, yeah, and the cooler kids that, that could afford the uh, the luxury of going in um, and asking for, for the Darts and Lads to, like, shave... Uh, a style into their hair, you know, when you see kids with oh, kind of like yeah. like stars, oh, like in their so hair. Cool. I was jealous. Like, oh my gosh, you don't mess with those people. No, no, what no, better no. way to get the contrast between my dark brown hair and my pasty white skin <laughs> is with a little like wave carved into the side of my head. Turn to the left, the sun hits it, and boom, there's a huge zigzag across the side of my head. You went to lot days in primary school. Not in our oh, primary really? school, at least. They're not they acceptable hairstyles. Banning yeah. hairstyles. This one kid invented the skin fade when he had to have his shaved out, I think. Oh. I think that's how it came about. I wonder who got the first skin fade. Who was the first who was, skin fade? Who was ballsy enough? The pioneer to dads of and the lads. skin fade. Two on the back and side, Jen's like, no, no, I'd like a skin fade. What's like, a what's skin fade? What's a skin fade? <laughs> Oh, you who have the heard? biggest balls? <laughs> Literally, who was who was the first guy to go in and go? You know what? At the bottom there, make it practically nothing. And the dads and lads guys are like, <gasps> this guy, like they're manly men, and even there, even they are, 
they're, they're losing it. They're trembling yeah. now. They're like, oh god, it's not they a don't three. Know what to do. Short back and sides. They don't have any of the clippers apart from the three in that shot. Okay. The kid, the eight-year-old kid, they're talking smack to them. He's like, well, you're not going to do it. You're not going to give me a, a skin fade. And the guys and they're like, we don't talk about that. We don't talk. Don't mention that name here. So why not, huh? Now everyone's out getting them, huh? Yeah, he was ahead of his time, truly. It's like that switch. Um, the I think you see it. In, you saw it in footballers. I don't know when it was, but footballers switched from having absolute rancid haircuts to really nice ones. Mm, yeah. Like if you look at what Sergio Ramos's hair looked like ten years ago. Yeah. Horrendous. Or he like, or like with shoulders. Or like Beckham. No or like Ronaldo. They they've yeah. all got. They all had some horrendous hairstyles, didn't they? Jeez. Yeah. There was that um, Ronaldo, the other Ronaldo, not Cristiano. He had that haircut where he was completely bald, except at the very front he had like hair. Oh when yeah, it, like just maybe like an inch <laughs> of the forehead. The only I seem to remember hair. that. I can visualize it. Um, I don't, but like I bet he doesn't have that now. Now everyone's got sick haircuts. And it's all thanks to that kid. Everyone is skin fade. Exactly. Everyone is um, seems to getting seems to be getting a perm as well. Perms very seventies, but apparently oh. people get them now. We don't talk about perms. Uh... Why not? I know because people... the amount of times I've been accused of having a perm. But I've got just... a perm. See, this is what I mean. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> talk about. You're the worst as well because you dye your hair. This isn't even right, natural. Okay, here we go. It's not a conversation anymore, is it? It's just it's just a slating argument. Well, guess you still what? have a perm. Well, okay, let's let's just read this in. Because I know people cultural that have got like very straight hair, like normal hair, that have now permed it. And I just think it looks so stupid. Like your hair is fine because it's naturally curly, but like Thanks. I I don't know. I just think seeing someone with a perm, it just looks so dumb because I think often it looks really greasy. Mm, it's just cuz they don't wash it. You can tell the difference. <laughs> Between yeah. naturally curly and a perm, easily. Especially me, because I'm, I'm I'm trained to, to spot the difference. There's like oh. impersonators, you know. I'll weed them out. Curly hair, I think not. I think oh, that's a perm. Get the hair dryer on it. Um, Back to your mop top, son. What's the title of this episode going to be? <laughs> that's a good question. It's either the boy. We've got we've got the very manly names in the title. Dads and lads. Yeah. Boys. The boys at dads and lads. The boys at dads and lads, yeah. That's quite a good one, actually. I don't know. I don't know. We got the boys. We got dads and lads. We got skin fades. Um, yeah, we got we got that. We got the boys. We got the haircuts, and we've got the hot dogs. Yeah. Didn't you want to give it a clickbaity name this time? Yeah, we need a clickbaity name. Can't believe that Sam said this. <laughs> yeah. No dignity, Koichi steals. <laughs> Right, that looks like the end. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Cool. Remember to follow the Instagram, SGMV Podcast. Definitely, do that. Very important to see all the live updates and when we give away that that car or whatever. <laughs> the latest episode will be linked in there. A super easy way to access it and to keep up to date with us. Easy peasy, yeah. link in bio. You can get there, just give that a tap. It should take you straight to your Spotify app, Deezer, Apple Music, or Record Player, whatever you use. Gramophone. Um, we'll get it to you on vinyl. Yeah. 
somehow. Yeah, if, you, if you want it, you can have it, as long as you're willing to pay. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's great. You'll be <laughs> listening to that podcast, you know? Tell your friends, please. Mm, do that as well. Do you tell, tell all your friends. Don't know. People go in the barber shop. Go in, yeah, so next time you go into Dads and Lads, make sure you let people know that we're talking about them. Maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> Maybe, that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? <laughs> We'll be advertising hair pomade next time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that's it. <laughs>